Welcome to the InnerSelf.com audio version of A Black Woman with Harvard Credentials is Still a Black Woman. Written by Areva Martin, author of the book Ladies, Leadership, and the Lies We've Been Told. The article is narrated by Marie T. Russell, publisher of InnerSelf.com. Miami attorney L'Oreal Arscott was getting ready for work one morning when she hesitated. Scheduled to appear in court that day, she debated whether to put her hair into a bun to make her colleagues feel more comfortable. She was reminded of the comments she'd heard many times before as people compared her curly and straightened hairstyles. In addition, as a black woman, she needed to worry constantly about her performance in court. Would she be seen as too aggressive? Would she do a disservice to her client because of her passion for her work? Ms. Arscott's experience offers the smallest glimpse into what professional black women endure every day. As an attorney who graduated at the top of my class from Harvard Law, I can tell you that a black woman with Harvard credentials is still a black woman. I think back to serving as a summer associate in one of New York's most storied law firms. My peers and I were excelling in school, standing out from our talented classmates at law schools around the country. Many of us were offered positions at the firm upon graduating. But despite it being a somewhat diverse class of associates, the people running that firm today, two decades later, are still white men. Are successful women seen as a threat? Michelle Obama graduated from Princeton University and Harvard Law. As First Lady of the United States, she faced constant criticism from cruel comments about outfits that bared her shoulders to hateful questions about her femininity. In an episode of her podcast, she talks about being both targeted for abuse and invisible to white people, even after she'd reached the highest levels of government. And I quote, You know, we don't exist. And when we do exist, we exist as a threat. And that... That's exhausting. End of quote. Black women reaching the highest levels of success, like our former First Lady, are not immune to the microaggressions prevalent in our workplaces, from compliments about how articulate we are to advice about striving too aggressively to succeed to assumptions that we're in court as an interpreter or defendant. I spent years being mistaken as a court reporter or a secretary, but never a partner. Yet, if black women report discriminatory behavior, we're told that we're overreacting and that the behavior was unintentional. Black women face endless inequities. Black women lawyers describe endless stressors, including a lack of meaningful work and mentorship as big law firms lack internal sponsors that could guide young associates towards promotions and partnership. 
Add to that the glaring lack of pay equity. Black women are not only paid less than their white peers, but also face an ever-widening pay gap as they succeed, as decisions about salary and raises are left to white male executives and their subjective decision-making. Then there's the black tax. Black women are subjected to demands to repeatedly prove ourselves over and above our white peers. We're pressed into the role of nurturing every other black person that comes into an organization. As a company's face of diversity, we're expected to sit on diversity boards and perform community work. This burden of representing our race is a double-edged sword. White colleagues critique our performance, while black peers whisper and wonder if we've assimilated and accepted the burdensome rules, both unspoken and overt, laid out for us by white leadership. It takes a tremendous mental toll. Add to this the feelings of isolation and alienation black women in many professions experience. Despite the fact that universities and law schools are graduating black women in record numbers, white men are still running the show. We need to do more. The double bind of being black and a woman in the workplace isn't going to be erased by appointing a single black woman to an executive position. It's not going to be smoothed over by holding a few diversity trainings or updating the diversity and inclusion language on a website. Systemic racism was intentionally built into our systems. Undoing it is going to require tearing them down entirely and starting over. This article was written by Areva Martin, author of the book Ladies, Leadership and the Lies We've Been Told. The article was narrated by Marie T. Russell, publisher of InnerSelf.com. We hope that you have enjoyed this article. For over 30 years, we at InnerSelf have sought to encourage new attitudes and new possibilities. For more inspiration, visit us at InnerSelf.com. Thank you. Visit the Inner Self Market for new attitudes and new possibilities. You'll find inspiring books, wonderful music CDs, audiobooks, card decks, candles, jewelry, gifts, all kinds of wonderful things. Visit us at market.innerself.com.